This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready. You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Lovely Tea 2002. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. Hey everyone, happy Sunday and happy Father's Day to all the good fathers out there who are handling their business and taking care of their children. I hope you guys are doing well and I hope you guys enjoyed your Father's Day with your children. So a lot of people had been hitting me up over the past 24 hours to talk about all the drama, honey, all the tea, honey, (laughs) that went down yesterday when I was minding my good black business yesterday on good old black Juneteenth, okay? Um, What went down is basically the baby, Meg the Stallion, Tory Lanez, Partisan, all these folks are beefing. And so people wanted a breakdown. I've been kind of watching all this play out as I've been packing um, via social media. And I knew it was probably going to come to a head soon enough. So if you guys do not know, what went down is basically four days ago, the baby, uh-huh, Mr. 704, he posted a video of said, you know, entertainer that was supposedly canceled last year, Tory Lanez. So him and Tory Lanez dropped a new music video called Scat. I don't know why they named it Scat, because, you know, if you, you know, if you watch porn and stuff, Scat is not a good thing, but that's a whole nother video, hoodie. So anyways, um, this kind of goes back into January, you know, the season of Capricorn. And what went down is that rumors were circulating that the baby had linked up with Tory Lanez and that they were doing a song. So Meg the Stallion took to her Twitter page and she wrote nice try with laughing, crying emojis. And people started coming at her like, you're messy. You know, if they want to do a song, why do you care? And so then she wrote another tweet and she basically said that shit was old, not cleared, crybaby video dropping soon. So fast forward to cancer season, June, right? And so the baby, you know, posted the video four days ago, basically stating that he's doing the collab with Tory Lanez and here goes the video. And the video was called Scat. And so it seems like Meg was not feeling that shit, especially after shutting it down in January, that they would still go behind her back and work on the song. And so Meg unfollowed him. Like as soon as the song dropped and it started floating around social media, she unfollowed him. And so a lot of people were like, damn, I thought, you know, they were really good friends. They were always hanging out together, taking pictures and things like that. So then what ended up happening is that basically Nicki Minaj crept and she liked the video. Now, I've talked about this before, like how Nicki will like things and then unlike them. Okay, and that is what she did. She got caught liking the video of Tory Lanez and the baby. And this is a real like. Um, So here goes the receipt here. And so then shortly after that, Tory was super happy 
super gas. So then he took to social media and he said the following. If the queen can get on the scat remix, it's gone. I mean, the song is already gone, but that shit's at the moon after that. She would def kill the beat too. I was happy to see that she liked the video. She's a real nigga than most niggas in our industry. So he's confirming right there that Nikki liked it. So for all y'all arguing, talking about it was fake, it was Photoshop, it was not. So then what ended up happening is that, you know, fans being messy. So one of the fans said this, and it was found under the baby's retweets. So this person says, I guess the baby, I guess at the baby and at Tory Lane's cool now because they both shot somebody and don't have to do no jail time. And then they had a bunch of laughing emojis. So the baby had retweeted that. And so when people saw that he retweeted that, people started dragging him. They were going off on him saying that that's foul. So then the baby, he took to Twitter and he basically posted a video and he said this. I don't know what, what type of Illuminati shit Twitter got going on. I ain't retweet nothing. But if y'all want to promo, I ain't retweet that silly shit. Then once people started tagging me, I saw it and tried to delete it and undo the retweet and Twitter won't let me. What type of shit are y'all on? And then if you guys see in the video here, he's trying to unretweet it, but it's still showing that it's retweeted, which is, you know, kind of strange. So then... He goes on to say, baby got enough problems of his own, my nigga. I don't got no reason to inherit the next mother effer's problems. Y'all chasing the story, y'all ain't gonna get. I'm out niggas business while successful in doing business. And at that point, Megan was like really upset, very irritated by everything. So this is what Megan said. Megan says, support me in private and publicly do something different. These industry men are very strange. This situation ain't no damn beef. I really wish people would stop downplaying it like it's some internet shit for likes and retweets. And then the baby replies back to her. The baby says, you don't let these folks get the best of you, thug. I don't got no bad energy for you. You and I know I ain't no industry nigga. Let them fool you into thinking that you tripping. Stand on what you stand on without feeling like I'm against you. Stay focused, my G. So then um, Meg Thee Stallion, a.k.a. damn Tina Snow, replies back and she says, my stance ain't never changed at all. Yours have. We already spoke about this in private and you specifically said that ain't no good business move. Why would I promote that shit? But now this ain't your beef. This ain't real, but you're going to stay on your business, my G. So that was Meg's response to the baby. And then the baby replies back and says, I don't even go back and forth with my own bitches on the net. Now I'm on this motherfucker going back and forth with another nigga's woman about some shit another nigga accused of. How the fuck that work? Y'all niggas hell. Happy Juneteenth, though. We started this bitch off with a bang, didn't it? Love you, Meg. Then at that point. Meg's boyfriend, y'all know tall ass party, honey, but with his big seven foot ass, he jumped in there. He's like, fuck this shit. You're not going to talk about my woman. Okay. So party comes in. He's like, you a clown ass nigga doing clown ass shit. Then trying to backpedal nigga. That's what it is. You don't ever got to address her again. So then the baby writes back. He says, you must not know about me. You must not know about me. In his Beyonce voice. So then Partisan says, this matter ain't about public opinion or internet beef. So a nigga let a lot of that weak shit slide. You niggas is corny. A lot of you women is corny. And any nigga that shoots a woman is pussy. Any nigga that sides with it, condones it, affiliates themselves, and would stand beside that type of behavior is a bitch. Any woman that supports it for any reason is a fucking sad, is fucking sad, bitter, or confused. 
So that is what Party had to say about the situation. So it got really crazy yesterday. Of course, the internet was here for it because, you know, the internet, they love mess, honey. You know, until bullets start flying. You know, they they love drama. But then when them guns come out, they oh, no, we need peace. We're all black. Can we all get along, right? So it was a bunch of mess. And, you know, I don't blame Party for jumping into it and taking up for Megan, taking up for his woman and, and things like that. Um, you know, do I believe that this was an accident with the baby? He accidentally retweeted it. And for some reason, Twitter wouldn't unretweet it. Um, these social media apps do act really funny, you know, so I, I've seen little funky stuff like that happen. But I do believe he low key retweeted it because he thought it was funny. I don't think he looked at it as something serious. I think he just retweeted it because he thought it was a funny tweet. Which it's not funny, but, you know, I can see the the comedy in it, too. You know, whatever. Dark humor. Right. So, yeah, I I do believe that. I don't want I I don't even believe that it was some type of glitch in the Matrix, because let's not forget, this is the same man who had no problem when his. uh, Well, you might as well say, babe, mama, honey, because she's clearly knocked up. I've told you guys that I've showed you guys pictures. Danny Lay is pregnant. And the last person she was fucking with was the baby. So I'm assuming that he's the father. Right. So. When Danny Lay, when Danny Lay released her song, talking about a yellow bonus, what he like, what did he do? He went on there and posted three yellow balls, okay, basically co-signing that, yes, a yellow bone is what I like. But then as soon as Danny Lay got backlash, as soon as she got drugged by social media, he didn't want his brand affected. So he not only deleted those three yellow balls, he also got rid of Miss Yellowbone. Okay, he stopped fucking with her after that, left her high and dry. And this is somebody who's pregnant with his child that he's not dealing with. Maybe he talks to her behind the scenes, but he damn sure don't do with her in public no more like he used to. Remember, they were brushing each other's hair and doing all that lovey-dovey shit, honey. But when she got that backlash, he left her high and dry. So this is my thing, okay? I've noticed that a lot of these blogs are now turning on Megan and they're acting very funny towards her. Now, one thing about me is I've always kept the same energy, okay? I've always had my issues with Megan and the moves that she made. I felt like she was very mixy. She had a very busy energy and she was social climbing and bopping from one person to another person to another person. But when I was saying this a year ago, I was mean. I was in the wrong. How dare you say that she's mixing energies and running with too many people? There's no such thing as social climbing. You know, I was, you know, cussed out by her little hotties and drug. But now it's funny that these blogs are now basically trying to say the same thing that I was saying. What I find very interesting about this situation, if you guys don't know, the Shade Room, um, Neighborhood Talk and Gossip in the City, they all ran to post this clip. It was on Twitter floating around, but they all ran to post this clip of Meg Thee Stallion being interviewed last year by WGCI. And they were asking her about the whole WAP situation and if she had to get like an okay from Nikki because we know she was running with Nikki at first, talking about a hot girl summer. And then, you know, she decided to hop on Cardi's team and do WAP. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys the clip real quick of her talking to WCGI. And even Nikki first, like, I don't want you to hear about it, but I'm working with Cardi, or that is, like, all over. Um, I didn't feel like I had to call her first. Um, I mean, because at the end of the day, I'm still an artist, and I should be free to work with whoever I want to work with. Um, my personal relationship with anybody doesn't affect, like, what I choose to do as an artist. All right, so you guys just heard that clip. So now I find that very interesting 
that they're now using this. This is what they wrote. They said fans are circulating this clip of Meg Thee Stallion discussing WAP following an exchange that she had with the baby earlier after he appeared to retweet a post regarding him and Tory Lanez. Roommates, all things considered, do you think it's a fair comparison being that it goes beyond music? So I feel like they knew what they were doing. And this is my take on it. You cannot compare her working with Cardi B on WAP, you know, against Nikki to the same thing as the baby working with Tory Lanez because her situation is she felt like her and the baby were very close and she was actually shot in the foot by Tory. So she thought their friendship was strong enough to where he, where he wouldn't even associate with Tory. Now, as far as the song situation, that's different because it's a song. Like I said, to me, I'm always going to keep my same energy. I do feel like she's social climb from Nicki Minaj over to Cardi B. It is what it is. And honestly, her social climbing to Cardi B benefited her way more than her social climbing to Nicki Minaj. And I think that's where a lot of the drama and the issue comes from with all the shots and back and forth that her and Nicki are throwing on each other on record and the likes and the just the different things floating around social media. I think what's happening now is that she's starting to face a lot of backlash from not only the blogs, but people in the industry. And they're now trying to go back and say she's a mixie. She social climbed all the things I was saying a year ago. Now they're trying to throw it on her. And the reason why they're doing that is because Meg Thee Stallion is now at the top. And unfortunately, once you get to the top, the same people who put you on this pedestal, who helped you rise to the top, are now scrambling to tear that pedestal down and bring you down. But they've done this since the beginning of the music industry. Just like with Michael Jackson, he was the king of pop. They brought him up there only to steadily tear him down. And I think that's what Megan is going through right now. And it's really sad, you know, because I think at this point, she's finally waking up to what I have been saying from day one. One. So today's sponsor comes from BetterHelp.com. Are there certain things that are interfering with your happiness? Is there something that's preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp is here to assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist. You can speak to them in a safe and comfortable environment and everything will be confidential. BetterHelp is convenient, professional, and affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are now recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. If you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you can get 10% off your very first month by visiting BetterHelp.com slash SipSlow. That is my code to get the 10% off. Over 1 million people are taking charge of their mental health by talking to licensed professional counselors who specialize in a variety of things. Everything from depression to stress, anxiety, relationship issues, sleeping, trauma, and much more. So once again, if you are looking for some type of mental health support, make sure you go on to betterhelp.com slash sip slow to get 10% off today. The industry is not your friend. The industry is a machine and folks will rub shoulders with you, make you feel good, act like they love you because you're the hottest thing right now. And right now she's made it to the top. She's won a Grammy. Okay. Her name is buzzing. She's doing a lot of stuff. She's on the same level now as a Cardi B because Cardi B is real big. Meg Thee Stallion is real big. And people are trying to come for that spot. You got Miss Lotto, honey, doing her thing, trying to climb for that spot. You have Doja Cat doing her thing, trying to climb for that top spot. And then you have a lot of these dudes in the industry that are also seeing Meg as competition because Meg can really spit. 
So for them, Meg is definitely competition. Now, is the baby wrong for working with Tory Lanez? In my personal opinion, no. It's a free country. His loyalty may have been to Meg, but Meg needs to understand that this industry doesn't care about that. Everybody is me, fi, me in this industry. The same way Meg was me, fi, me and was hanging with this person, hanging with that person, rubbing shoulders with this person until she got to the top. So what can we learn from all of this mess that's going on, you know, with Meg and and people in the industry and even a lot of these blogs now low key turning on her, unfortunately, which I don't think is cool because I don't like when one minute y'all are cool with these artists. And then as soon as they do something, they're not as popular. The fans feel away. Not everybody wants to switch their stance. Keep the same energy, my G. Don't act new now because now everybody is starting to shift and kind of rock with Tory because they haven't had the court case yet. But from what I'm hearing, the court case is simply pushed back. They're still going to go to court. He was not acquitted of anything. They still got the court case coming up. But what I want people to understand about social climbing, it can have some detrimental effects that can take a toll on your mental health. And that's what people don't understand. The problem is when you are social climbing And you're trying to use people for whatever you can gain from them. Maybe their fan base, maybe their popularity, maybe because they work a certain job or work in a certain industry. What people need to understand is that those friendships are very superficial. They're not based on anything genuine. It's based on popularity and status. And unfortunately, when you create relationships like that, there's never going to be any depth in that friendship, everything is just going to be superficial. It's just going to be about who you know and how often you're seen with them in pictures and things like that. You know, you may look like friends via Instagram, but those same people, they don't know your mom. They don't know your dad. They don't know, you know, your backstory, what you've been through. It's just for the gram. It's just for the fans. It's just for publicity. Now, one thing that psychologists say about social climbing is that people who exhibit social climbing behaviors, sometimes it stems from possible low self-esteem and an extreme tendency towards self-comparison. Despite being talkative and a social butterfly and people on the outside thinking that they have it all together, a lot of these people tend to be really insecure about themselves. And they always see other people as better than them in terms of their career, appearance, quality of life, personality, things that they have accomplished. And because social climbers never believed in themselves from jump, they use other people's existence to boost their self-esteem and their self-worth. This is why they never build genuine friendships or genuine relationships. Another thing about social climbing, it's been really highlighted over the past few years because of technology and things like social media. Unfortunately, with the case of social media, everybody wants to be recognized. Everybody wants to feel like they are that girl and they are that guy. But what people don't understand is that a lot of people on the outside looking at all of this, when they see you moving from click to click, friend to friend, And you're turning your back on your old friends like Kelsey for these new relationships. 
it starts to leave a bad taste in people's mouths. And unfortunately, you start to look like an opportunist, which is the old school word, honey, for, you know, social climbing, an opportunist. People who think that you only choose your friends based on their usefulness and what they can do for you, they will start to shy away from you on the grounds that you may just be trying to use them and you're not really as genuine to them as they're trying to be genuine to you. So for those reasons, you have to really watch the moves that you make. And when you're moving into new spaces like the industry, you know, whatever part of the industry, acting, modeling, singing, rapping, right? You need to understand that you also need to bring some of your old friends with you. That is the time to mix some of your old circle with your new circle. So that way you don't get that, you know, I've just totally changed up and switched up. And you still have those people who knew you before the fame, before the money, you know, before the social media moments who can keep you grounded and keep you humble. And I think that somewhere along the line, Meg lost that. Her and Kelsey were very close. And then they fell off. Then you saw Meg with new girls and, you know, this celebrity, that celebrity. And somewhere she lost that footing. You know, I think she's kind of getting it back, though, with, with Party. I think Party, you know, because he's older than her. He's been in the industry for a while. I think they're a good fit. I really like them as a couple. I think he balances her out and she's calmed down a lot. She's not doing a lot of those same goofy social media antics like twerking on live every other day and, you know, just overly drinking. I'm a hot girl. I'm a hot girl. I'm having fun. And it's like you look like as soon as you turn off the camera, you're about to go sit on the couch and cry. You know, like I see through all the facades. So one thing I've noticed with this relationship with Party, I really like it. I really like them together. I think they make a good couple and he really balances her out. And the fact that he went to go take up for her, I respect that. Because for the baby to be calling, you know, low key calling her a bitch, talking about I don't argue with my bitches online. I'm not arguing with another man's female. That was low-key disrespectful. He may not flat out call her a bitch. You're basically insinuating that she's one of these bitches out here. And so I like the fact that he did take up for her. So with that being said, is there anything wrong with being a social climber? No, but it's about how you do it. You know, it's about not being shallow. It's about not leaving people feeling bitter like they've been used. And I think that's what happened with her and Nikki is that maybe Nikki was being really genuine to her and thought that they made a genuine connection. And then to turn around and see her do this collaboration with Cardi B and the song just goes bananas. It goes crazy. It left a bitterness on Nikki. It made Nikki really feel away about Meg the Stallion. And I believe that that might have been what has happened with her behind the scenes with other people as well. Because if her and the baby were that close, why did he had not have any problem running to go work with Tory Lanez? Especially being that a lot of people turned their back on him because of all the drama that went down. You know, so maybe there might have been some behind the scenes stuff that happened in their relationship where he was like, oh, well, I'm, a, you know, I'm going to do me and go work with him. And I don't care. You know, and that's the part that's very dangerous about social climbing, because there's a very disingenuous aspect to it where you'll just use one person as a gateway to get to another person to gain your own popularity and then act like everybody knows you and wants to be around you. But it's a false sense of security. It's a false sense of I've made it. And then once you've actually made it to that pinnacle that you're chasing, then all those people that they stepped on to get there, they just get, you know, thrown to the wayside. And that can leave a lot of people feeling hurt and bitter, you know, and, and then there starts to be a rise in animosity and things like that. And I think that that is what Meg is going through. So while it's not bad 
to, you know, to mix and mingle and network. I think networking is a safer word. And just understanding this is a business relationship. You're an associate. We're just networking. I think when you put the cards out there like that, it's easier for people to digest. But when you're coming into the situation acting like, hey, friend, hey, friend, we're best friends. You my friend, you my friend. You know, when everybody's your friend, you're not a friend to anybody. And I said that from day one. You can't be a friend to everybody. There's no way you can split your time, your loyalty, your genuineness between a hundred different people. That's just that's just not how human nature works. You know, when you are a friend and a genuine friend, it's a small, close circle. You know, I want my friend to be able to finish my sentences. I want when me and my friend go out to the mall, we see something funny. We ain't no words have to be spoken. We can look at something, just start cracking up because I know what she's thinking and she knows what I'm thinking. That is a genuine friendship. That's what you want to work on building, not just social climbing and using people. Because what ends up happening is that eventually those tides turn and people start turning on you. And that's what I'm seeing now that's happening to Meg from the blogs. I'm seeing other YouTubers turning on people who are her fans, honey. They were team hottie. Now they're acting funny towards Meg as well, which is unfortunate. The whole situation is messy, but I hope you guys appreciate the breakdown, honey. So thank you guys once again for joining me on Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely T. I will talk to you guys later. Enjoy your day. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.